Well, welcome back to Journey Podcast. We're back with Mike and Terry. And today we're going to talk about how journey coaching started. So Terry is a an RN and has worked in church ministry and in business leadership. She's also a licensed counselor. Mike is a consultant for both large and small churches, um, and he has a master's and PhD in education and is in the middle of working on his dissertation. Is that correct, Mike? That's correct. Oh, it's, awesome. it's on hold at the moment, but... Okay. Uh, but so that stuff is hard stuff though. I have a professor friend and that, yeah. Okay. So these two, Mike and Terry are the, uh, they are the writers of journey coaching. And so I just wanted to uh, ask you guys, so I just wanted to ask you guys, uh, how did journey come about? What is the story with this journey coaching? Well, prior to, and we'll talk about Jeff and you'll meet him and, and, uh, podcast to come. Jeff is (laughs) Sarah's dad and Terry's husband. Um, Prior to meeting Jeff, uh, my dissertation work is on the subject of what happened historically in the church to help people grow. What did pastors do? What did the leaders of churches do to help their congregations mature, grow, uh, whatever way that you think about that? And how do we do that today, comparing and contrasting the two? And certainly what I saw in history was a metaphor that in the church would be described as shepherding, you know, and and everybody probably sees a shepherd with a staff on a hill and there's a bunch of animals down there. And that actually, if I had more time to talk about it, is actually a role that a leader would take uh, and did take in a church that was very much come alongside know their names, and really help them individually. That's in the church what pastors did historically. And then today, what do they do? And today's uh, church organization runs a little bit more like um, uh, a pro- lots of programs to help people so that pastors don't necessarily know everybody in their congregation, but they ensure that they bring people in to run programs to help serve them. And it's that distinction that I asked, not saying which is right or which is wrong, but what are the pros and cons? Why was it done this way in the past, and why is it done this way in the future? And, you know, a whole podcast could be spent on that, but to cut to the chase, it was a sense of what happened in the past uh, that's lost in the future needs to be recovered. And the way that we've been thinking about it here is coaching, but when I think of shepherding and coaching, there are a lot of similarities. And I think what we mean by coaching is with one person coming alongside another person and helping them grow, that's what pastors did historically. So I moved into this whole experience with that kind of sense of, you know, we need to recover that in the church. I think shepherding is a good is a good term to use mm. alongside with coaching. Yeah. And Terry it's a good and I, picture. Yeah. Terry and I will talk more about the particulars of coaching and podcasts to come. But anyway, with that kind of angst in me and having been a pastor for almost 30 years, uh, so I've lived this and I've been the one who runs programs and I've had the privilege of walking beside people as well and having experienced that both. Um So I was working at the Leadership Summit one year, coming out of all of my sense of what I'd been studying and my doctoral degree, and that I felt like there was a missing piece in the church. 
and I was working at uh, a large leadership summit. That's where I was, and I was working at a booth there, and Jeff walked up to me, and we started a conversation, and, and he had been feeling a similar sense of challenge with some things that were missing in the church and not seeing growth. So that spawned a relationship around wanting to do something about it. And he was married to Terry. I eventually got to meet her. And then the three of us really resonated with, you know, there's there's a piece of this missing that we really feel like we need to do something about. And so uh, I think I'll hand it over to Terry because <laughs> okay. she entered into this story along that road, and yeah. her, her husband dragged her along to meet this crazy Mike guy. And <laughs> I remember the first time we sat around a table and we 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 talked, and and it was just that you know sometimes you can just tell when things are clicking, and there's just you could just tell that you know even though we came from different kinds of backgrounds, you know I came from a nursing background, and 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 yet our our dream and our visions were all a lot about the same. Yes, and it was so much fun to talk with somebody else, and and you know the more you do that. It, the more you talk with somebody who really is kind of speaking the same language mm-hmm. and, and you know it's it's like oh my gosh this is this is amazing it was it was exciting it was exciting um from my background you know i come from a nursing background and, and i still am a nurse um even though i don't practice nursing uh, i went back and got my master's degree in counseling and so I, i've got those two pieces together my focus has been uh, my passion has been on helping people be healthy you know if you think of the same thing you know that mike was saying he wants to see people grow i wanted to see people grow in a healthy sort of way mm-hmm. um, when i'm when i'm talking to clients or when i'm co- coaching or when i'm talking to other people i kind of picture if you can imagine uh, a picture where there would be like four circles and the circles would all kind of intersect. Um, there's the psychological part of the, the thinking with the cognition. What are we thinking about and how, how is our thinking affecting our health and our, our growth? Um, there's also the social aspect. How is my relationship with other people? Am I, am I connected? Am I not connected? Um, there's the, the emotional part of it. You know, we are emotional beings. We have, we have a lot of thinking and our thoughts influence our, th- our feelings in a lot of ways. And how do I feel about something? That's where our passions come in. Um, we're not just robots. We have this emotion that, that drives us. And then the last one is a spiritual thing. And even, you know, so every one of those circles r- represents one of those things and they all intersect into who we are in the middle. Um, e- even if you're not a spiritual person or you don't consider yourself a spiritual person, you still have to ask yourself the questions that, that, uh, that, you know, who am I? Where am I here? How did I get here? Where am I? What's my purpose in life? I mean, those are all really spiritual kind of questions. Yeah. And so for me, that was the passion is helping people grow in those ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the three of us really shared that passion around what could we do to make a difference in the world of the church. Right. And, uh, you know, we were all coming from that similar passion, but from different backgrounds. And it was neat how God brought that together. And then we wondered what's next. And then what's next started evolving into some of the things that we've developed all together today, the curriculum and those pieces are evolving and the whole concept of, you know, to how to get people in a place where they're in a relationship with another person to move forward. And we started brainstorming and thinking about what, what does that look like? You know, what kind of things would they talk about? It started to take shape and in, in the shape that it took, our conversations kind of came around and we talked about, you know, how many sessions would you have for an initial coaching 
relationship. Mm -hmm. um, we decided, you know, 12 was too many, five was too few. We kind of centered on seven or eight. And, mm -hmm. and ultimately, we came up with a seven session initial coaching process. Um, the, the sessions are, are outlined, but they're definitely not, you know, it's not rigid. It's, there's a lot of questions in this. There's a workbook. Um, the workbook just kind of guides people through the, the different questions about, you know, what to, helping people to formulate and tell their story and, and then talking about where, pulling their strengths out of their story. What are my strengths? You know, we've ta we'll talk about strengths or we have talked about strengths in other podcasts. I'm sure we'll talk about them again. Um, we also spend a time working on our weaknesses or we call them growth areas. Mm. Um, some of our weaknesses are growth areas. Some of them aren't. Some of them, you know, we kind of divide our weaknesses into two parts. What can we, can we, what can we grow? What can we manage to change? You know, I don't like this about myself. How can I grow in that area? Other weaknesses are things we can't overcome. I have asthma. Um, that's a, you know, that is a weakness in some ways. There are times when I just can't do the things I want to do because my physical health isn't good. Um, you know, I can, I can improve it as much as possible, but that's a weakness. You know, how do we, how do, so, so when we talk about weaknesses, you know, are we talking about what, what can I change and how can I change them? Or do I need to accept and move on? You know, do I need to reorganize my life based on the things I can do, not the things I can't do? Yeah. We get into direction. You know, what direction do you want to go? What do you use as a roadmap in your life? We also talk about worldview. How does that play into how I see the, the, the roadmap? Some people use the Bible as a roadmap. Some people use other things as a roadmap. Ultimately, we come to the end of the seven weeks with formulating, helping people formulate some kind of a plan for their um for their their future, their what am I going to change? Um, <clears throat> come down with one or you know up to like two or three things that they want the most important two or three things they want to work on, and then the last session is a follow up. The person comes back to us after we've been you know they've had some time to try reaching out and doing some of the, the action steps to their goals. How did that go? You know we don't we don't criticize if it didn't go well. We just look at it as okay. What can we learn from what didn't go well? Yeah. Um, you know you said you wanted to you wanted to spend more time with your you know dating doing dates with your husband or your wife. Um, how did that go? Did you actually get a chance to do those things? What got in the way? Um, and so we're just really there to help people grow in the way that maybe they or maybe God is, is kind of moving them in. And so that's how the workbook came about. We also put together a um, leader's guide. So when somebody decides they want to be a coach, we've got a real easy to read coach's guide. Um, and it talks about things, you know, characteristics like how do you, you know, what, what is listening skill? What listening skills are out there? How do you build relationships? Yeah. And, and underneath all of it, is the thing that resonates with all of us. It's two human beings getting together, uh, getting to know each other, one in particular serving another yes. to help them move forward. And all of that's incredibly important, but those are tools that we've created to help the relationship. And that's the missing piece that we're all striving to make a difference in, to try to help the church and the world move forward. People need somebody walking beside them, helping them move forward. And that's really journey. Right. Walking, two people walking on a journey together, one coaching and helping the other. Well, well and, and we, that's what is so different about the programs. 
When you talk about churches, and there's so many different kinds of churches out there, one of the things that we were very careful to do um, as we were sitting around the tables talking and, and trying to formulate this was to make sure that it was more, it wasn't a denominational thing. Mm-hmm. It, we didn't want it to be, you know, this denomination or that denomination. We wanted it to be something that would um, reach people wherever they were at. Yeah. Let's wrap up for today. And, uh, you guys introduced a lot of different things. I have a lot of questions, but we can uh, dive into those on future podcasts. So thank you, Mike. Thank, thank, thank you, Terry. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.